On today's job board, family vacations, PGA Championship, Broken Records, Jingweed's Invitational, Course Happenings. Today's episode is brought to you by Candy Bars. Candy Bars, providing a sweet boost of energy for your round. Candy Bars, from chocolate to fruity, they're all tasty. And now, let's tee off. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 18 from the Jingweeds. Uh, thank you again for joining us. We'll get this going. Dan, what is up? Not much. Same old, same old. Same old, same old. Was, yeah. We just had a, both of us just had a weekend vacation. Oh, that's true. Family vacation. So yeah. you went, both of us up north, you went to Williams, Arizona yep. was yeah. the destination. Oh, yeah. uh, first first rip in the minivan, eh? Ripped the minivan up north. Nice. It was, <clears throat> it was Phenomenal. Awesome. Oh, it was great. Should have had one. Dude, I should have had one when I was single. <laughs> <laughs> it's phenomenal. Nice. So, perfect uh, family wagon. Busted up there the first day. We actually headed up the Grand Canyon first time since I was probably two. Oh, really? So I don't remember it, but <clears throat> I figured since it's only like an hour north of Williams, we'll yeah. just go up there. I thought I would just wheel up there and it was just be like, oh, cool, it was Grand Canyon, yeah. Dude, that thing is the most spectacular ridiculous thing i've ever seen in my yeah. life my i'm one of my brother my brother's favorite quote or famous quote he went up there uh when he was living out here went up there with one of his girlfriends came out and visited and whatever and uh comes back i was like the place is impressive huh he's like yeah it's crazy he's like it would be the best place on earth if it had a sports bar that just fucking looked out over the thing yeah. the whole time and it was like you know what you're probably absolutely right maybe oh. the best bar in the world it's yeah. it's crazy and you sit there for like if it's a cloudy day which is the best you know some big yeah. puffy clouds you could sit there for 20 minutes and with the shadows that thing changes right in right in front of your face for as long as you well, want to sit there it's crazy we just i didn't have a plan for going up there <clears throat> we just went in to check it out so i just parked but like on one side, I think feel like looking east in the canyon it was like clear and beautiful, and then we went around the corner to the west, and they, something said like it was pollution from even Phoenix that it kind of hazes the air. There. Really? Yeah, I mean it was just I think randomly that looked all hazy, and there was a sign there that said like it'll get pushed up from Phoenix, and that's why it can be hazy at the at the Grand Canyon. So that's crazy. Hundred feet away in two directions, it looked completely different. But a lot yeah. of people up there. You know, not too bad. Everybody was pretty much in masks. I would say yeah. 90% of people are walking around outside the Grand Canyon with masks on. Yeah. But, um, uh, I mean, <clears throat> I don't think it was crazy at all. Um, <coughs> did you uh, did you do the Skywalk thing? No, because I didn't, I didn't even know where, where oh, that okay. was. It was just wheel in, park, and just... One like of my said, employees went a couple weeks ago, and they did it. 65 yeah. bucks. Oh, is to it? To walk out onto... Uh, like oh, a horseshoe-shaped ramp thing that goes out, and I have no idea how deep it is, you know, how much yeah. straight down you can see. I mean, I don't know if you get hanging way out over there, but 65 bucks is steep Yeah. for, I don't know, the thing might be 100 yards long total, and you yeah. might only go 50 yards out there. I don't yeah. know. Great concept. Yeah. You know, great concept. I'd be the asshole jumping up and down on the glass. Just to freak everybody <laughs> yeah, you'd freak me out. Yeah. 
<laughs> but I thought 65 bucks, that's quite a bit. You know, charge 20 and you'll get tons of people out there. But it's probably the fact that you can only let so many out there yeah. on it and all that shit. But the place is impressive. What did the boys think? I mean, they're they're pretty impressed. They're you know they're young, yeah, and they don't they're not wrapping their head around what they're. It almost looks fake. Yeah, like, it looks like look at them like it doesn't even look real. But what's crazy is really not many rails. So oh you, yeah, you just wheel off the side four thousand feet, you're gone. Oh yeah, for sure. The first time I ever went there, I was out here visiting, and it was on our way to Vegas. We just swung through, had to go see it if we were that close, yeah. you know. And I didn't even know I was gonna live out here, so. Go up there, and uh, I'm super adventurous. I'm like 23 at the time, maybe 22, and I'm jumping down, you know, into this thing, and I'm standing out on this ledge, and I'm like, oh, this is cool, and the wind is like blowing in my face, and I'm probably 100 feet into the canyon, Yeah. standing on this ledge that's looking over hundreds of feet, and I'm standing, and the wind's blowing in my face pretty hard, so you can almost lean out over it. Well, careful, because it gets swirling in there. And the fucking shit blows at my back for a second. And it was like, oh. Seriously? Almost goodbye. So that was the end of that. But we, you know, hiked down a bunch. And, of course, no water or anything. Didn't even go up yeah. there to hike. But it was cool, you know. And you're going downhill. So you know how far and fast you oh, make yeah. it downhill when you finally turn around and go, oh, fuck. You have water I got to climb out of this yeah. thing. Yeah. Luckily, we didn't go. We probably went maybe couple hundred yards probably a quarter mile in length you know yeah 400 500 yards down it you know but still now you gotta hike a ladder out of this thing and yeah it was i can see how people get in trouble up there because you know you go there and it's bustle well at least when i went any buses uh, up there were there that no, many people uh-uh. yeah you know you get bus loads of looky-loos coming in from either vegas or whatever a trip right. up from the valley and they're in no shape they got no gear to go do it and they start doing that you can see totally how People fall off the rails and oh. you know, or get dehydrated, slip, fall, bounce down the hill. You know, <laughs> I mean, well, like that's what they're doing. Bonk, bonk. <laughs> Once they get tumbling, it's a tumble. <laughs> but, but I'd like to do that hike someday. Yeah, you know, rim to rim. Uh, Lee has done it before. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so you can do it in like a day. But I think they camped at the bottom. But you can do the day rim to rim. That's that's, a, that's getting after it, yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know if you could do it or I could do it. I could but do it. There are people. Not you. <laughs> I, I need a couple yeah. trip, couple, <laughs> couple of go half runs at it you know, before I give it the go. Couple right test now. runs. Yeah, couple you just runs. go down a quarter, yeah. back up. I'm, uh, exactly. I'm good. Tomorrow I'm going to go 100 more yards. <laughs> <laughs> this is a whole chronicle of you yeah. going rip to rip. We should just make this a, a little uh, documentary of the yeah, training. Yeah, I was trying to go, yeah. And I'll just run around the backyard in circles, <laughs> one lap at a time. Yeah. Um, so, stayed in Williams? Yeah. Is that your first time ever up there? Yeah, but, I mean, with coronavirus, it, it was a weird, you know. Yeah. It was just like, all right, we got to find somewhere without door seating. For food, it was, you yeah. know, it was just a weird... It's kind of it's, a, this it's is a not, neat little town. It though. looks like it would be really fun... If it was not a pandemic. Yeah, right. But, you know, it was just kind of everybody keeping to themselves. The locals doing their thing, but... Yeah, and you you said before that it was no masks up there, nah, pretty much. No, nah, they're, they're not masking up. No. They're shoulder to shoulder. It's a, different, it's a different world up there. Yeah, you know? right. But, um, 
And then also Barizona. Went to Barizona. Very impressive. That Arizona. place is cool. Very cool. Yeah. They didn't have the Raptor show. Oh, really? And we went on Monday. It's only on weekends. Oh, fuck. I know. I was all that one, Yeah, that was, I thought that was the best part because that's the best, that's the most, I guess, interaction you have and the closest you get to, with the animals, you know. It's, I, so I did three laps in the, because you, you had the yeah. drive around part. Because the first time we went in, you got to do it to get to the, the walking part. And then the yeah. second, we did two more because my kid fell asleep in the back. So, Arizona, for anybody that doesn't know, it's a bear, bear and wolf and buffalo and raptor sanctuary. It's a sanctuary, but it's based around bears and wolves. Yeah. And uh, you just kind of cruise through in your car and check them out in, I yeah, guess, bigger cages. It's like yeah. going to the zoo, but they have a better it's house. It's a drive through yeah. And then uh, the buffalo and shit, though, they're roaming. They come right Everybody's up Everybody's roaming, dude. The bears and shit? I was going to say. Okay. On the, on the, uh, in the three laps, in every every animal, there was a, a point where I thought they were going to get on her. The new wagon did. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, not, there was this little Rocky Mountain Ram is the first thing you go through. Yep. Then it's like uh, the donkeys. I, I think the donkey went like towards the back quarter panel. I was making sure, but... Those are bad. The it was the reindeer got right next to the car. I thought he was gonna run a horn right up the side. <laughs> <laughs> Swear. I was like, Jamie, what? I was oh, looking at my shit. wife. But uh so there was that. The buffalo. I mean, from uh, me to that door. I could have reached out and touched it. Oh wow. And then it started doing like the leg kick. Yep. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna get good after me. So at this time, were you like one of the only cars out there doing this? No. No? Okay. Because I was wondering, because we were kind of in a line when I did yeah. it. And it I was, was wondering if that pushed a lot of them all, you know, all the animals like, fuck yeah. that. There's like, you know, it was a, carnival coming through here. I mean, there was a, a decent amount uh, or distance between people for the most part. Okay. And then you can do like the little loops in the cages yeah. and stuff. But the, another point, I had to go around a bear. It was walking right out the van. Oh. And I was like... I started driving. Jamie's like, don't hit it. I was like, you, the guy said, keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> climb on the car. Right? The dude stops you before you go to the bears and the wolves. He's like, yeah. lock your doors and keep moving. Yeah. Because huh. they'll climb on your car. Oh, shit. And I was like, I got to keep moving. <laughs> I don't want to scratch up the new yeah. wagon. He's using the, the windshield wiper as a toothpick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Shit. Were the kids shitting their pants at this point? No, they were loving it. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, they loved it. Nice. But I think they did a really good job because each cage, or like, not cage, each section, yeah. like the black bear section, there's like 15 or 20 bears there. Oh, yeah. So maybe half might be sleeping, but half are out doing stuff. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes you go to the zoo and all the animals are asleep. Right. It's like, fuck. Yeah. That's cool. We saw every animal. Huh. How about the cats? Did you go inside and see the cats? I didn't see the jaguar. Yeah, they had a jaguar when I was there, and then uh, they had bobcats, and I think they, I saw the bobcat. I'm trying to think if awesome. they had a mountain lion in there when we were there. I, I don't think so. I think just the jaguar. Yeah. And then uh, they had the raptor show, fly out the hawks, fly out the owls. That yeah. was awesome. You know, because obviously they're doing basically tricks for their little snacks, but oh, they're yeah. cruising right by your head. You know, that's and they're huge. Yeah. But, yeah, so I had a much better experience with the Raptors, but fuck, that sounds awesome. Like, that's like what Arizona's supposed to be. And when yeah, I it was, awesome. it was kind of wheeling around like you're at the zoo and half of them were asleep. Yeah, you'd see them walking around, but they were so deep well, back I guess in their area. Part of it, 
So we went around every time. I mean, not every time they were asleep, but I went around three times. So every time something else was up. Oh, okay. Like the first two times the wolves were just passed out. It was hot. Yeah. But the third time they were up running around because it was feeding time. Oh, nice. It was awesome. That is and like badass. the reindeer for the first two laps were in this little hut, but right by the road, so you could see them. Yeah. And then the third lap, they were up cruising around. And then, you know, at different points of the day, other stuff was more like yeah. the f- first lap, the, the white buffalo were just basically laying in the back. And then when we came back around, they yep. were up cruising around. Yeah, those things, that were they a, fucking shedding and shit? Oh, yeah, this fucking huge animal, yeah, dude. Yeah, those things are monsters. Dude, the pumpkins on those, their heads oh, yeah. are huge. Yeah. They are. Uh, Bagans. Yeah, you definitely know who the boy is in the family, yeah. that's for sure. And there's no question. But yeah, they're monsters. Oh, yeah. How many in herd? How many in the herd? 50? 100? There? Yeah. In Arizona? No, it was like 15 each. Oh. I think there was like 15 white ones and like six or seven yeah, It felt like Americans. there was a lot of buffalo down there really? when we were there. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a cool experience. It's worth. Yes. It's definitely worth going if you're looking for, and I mean, it can be done in a day trip. If you want to yeah. take the world, you know, the wheel up there. Um, but you said the town was pretty much dead yeah, other than the locals? Yeah, it's, there's nothing to do with huh. Because uh, we went up uh, Pine Top. So we're up north on the other side yeah. of the state, up in the White Mountains, and uh, rented a house with some friends, had an awesome time, uh, played some golf. But we were listening to a couple of the locals that live up there that they're just getting, they're getting tired of yeah. the people coming up from the valley because it's kind of a second home area, you know, people yeah. up in the valley and shit. And uh, it's like Memorial Day weekend every weekend up there. Like there's so many people going up there for just whatever the weekend. You know, there's a lot more lakes all yeah, the right. way up there. There's lakes up there. There's more land to get out and, you know, I guess camp and shit but there's more of a life up there going on than like a williams area well we wheeled in there on a sunday and it was pretty happening oh okay but see we stayed sunday night monday it was like everybody was gone yeah we went up friday sorry thursday night late we drove up late night and uh interesting thing so we're driving up the 87 and it cuts into one lane and i said to the wife i'm like fuck i'm so glad we did this late night because it's all cones and it's pitch black, though, so yeah. I don't know what's going on. And it's 45 miles an hour. On the way back down the hill, it rings in my head that they had no guardrails. They were replacing the guardrails from those fires two weeks ago. What was it? A month ago. The one that was up yeah. on Four Peaks. That fucking place is scorched. From is it right really? after Wicopa, Yeah. Or basically right after, uh, what is it, Saguaro Lake exit. North of that is scorched. I'm talking up and down both sides of the hill. Uh, you only saw it really cross the highway at two points. So it's pretty much the whole east side. All the way up to almost where you get to the top up in Payson where you come up to uh, the casino. Really? It's like 24. That's probably 40 or 60 miles. Yeah. I'd imagine. It was the fifth it biggest is, fire. On the way down the hill, it was pretty sad. I mean, it is fucking scorched. I got a, I, we got a black bear at Rio, probably. Yeah. I think because it, it got pushed down from, yeah, probably from the fire. From the fire. Yeah. But the Saguaros, shitloads. Gone. Dude, that's that's gone. crazy though, because those things are like 150 years old, oh, yeah. 175 years old. Scorched. And some done. of them you can tell towards, in areas you can see that you know if it was a lot of low scrub and it burned through real fast, uh-huh. then the they're good. all fine. But you get to a point like uh, right around Four Peaks, right at the base of Four yeah. Peaks, 
and everything is just cooked. But just cooked. Think that can't be the first wildfire in 175 years, right? Right. Some of those saguaros to live through. But yeah, it's just you wonder, you know, that the height scorched. of the, depends on what's on the ground. You know, yeah. if it's all Palo Verdes and shit that have finally sprouted up, yeah. then it's going to burn hotter. But if it's all that ground scrub, it just rips through. Yeah. And, you know, that it doesn't have to bother. But it was crazy seeing, you know, in the daylight, the guardrails, all the wooden posts got smoked in it. So all the rails were laying down in the road. <laughs> and you'd see like 10, 12 of them smoked in a row and then like one lone survivor. No and shit. And then the rest, <laughs> next 20 of them all smoked. That's wild. Yeah, just burnt. Oh, so crazy. on our way back, we came down through Prescott, got to the, I think it's a 69, I can't remember, but getting on to the 70, yep. it's all blocked off. On the way up to Williams, on the east side of 17, it was there was a wildfire burning. On the way back, it crossed the the fucking road, oh. and so everybody stopped. We got there about 30 minutes after they stopped traffic, oh. and it was like three hours around. So oh. I just threw her oh. in park, and I was like, we're waiting, because I'm not going to do a drive three hours around. Right. Because as soon as I leave, they're going to open, it back, open it back up. How long did you sit there for? Uh, 30, 20 minutes. Oh, that's not bad I think at all. yeah. Overall, extended the trip forty five minutes because they opened it back up probably twenty or thirty minutes after we sat there, and then having to, everybody to get back on. Yeah, you know, it took forever for traffic for a little bit, but huh. we dodged a bullet, dude. I yeah. was so scared we were going to be there for like five hours. Another night, wheel it back. To well, Williams. we had another night in Williams already. Like we paid, but we're with my kids starting school. Yeah, we just needed to get back. We didn't have anything to do. Like I said, right, the yeah. town was dead. Yeah. I was like, we're just going to go back. Huh. And it was, was it hot up there? Like, so yeah, it was like 85, 90 85, degrees. 90. I mean, compared to here, compared no. Compared to here, it's nothing. But, but you were hoping for there, 80. It's fucking hot. Yeah, yeah, we were hoping for 75, 80. Yeah. It was just, whatever. It was yeah. nice to get away. So, went up to Pine Top, uh, and it was birthday weekend. So, yep. let's see. We hit Friday was my birthday, and I decide that, oh, we go out and we play golf. Me and uh, one of the other guys, Mark. Go out and we play golf. We play uh, Pine Top Lakes. This is a little executive. The house that we were in was right on Pine Top Country Club on the fourth hole. So I had already called Matt Bilson, the superintendent there, and hooked up. We're going to play golf on Saturday at uh, Pine Top Country Club. So kind of hanging around, hanging around. He's working from, you know, then there's a couple kids there. They've started the online schooling. So Friday was, you know, when I got up and out of bed, uh, everybody's in school. So we're kind of just hanging around, hanging around. Finally, it was like, all right, dude, you want to go play? Let's go play. Go yeah. play Pine Top Lakes. Little par, well, it's an executive course, 18 holes. I think they got two par fives, three par fours, and the rest are par threes. But some of the par threes are big ones. So it's really fun track. Um, get uh, We get there, and I had just called for a tee time because we really didn't know if we were going to play yeah. or not. So I just called, got a tee time. We wheel in there, and uh, it's two of us, and yeah, you're going to play with these two gentlemen over here. And so, all right, yeah, no problem. And then two older guys, and as we were putting our bags up there, a guy about our age says to us, so you, uh, you guys playing with us or with them? And he's like, oh, I think we're going with them. He's like, oh, all right. I don't know. I think the girl working the counter did a solid. Looked out the window and was just like, you know what? I think those two knuckleheads will be way better off hanging out with those two fucking knuckleheads. (laughs) And we'll let the other twosome go solo in front of us. They wheel off. Really good dudes. And about halfway through. So um, you went with the original two? 
No. Or the other no, dude. We got the younger guys, guys okay. our age. Yeah. You know, and they're just out there hanging out doing the same thing we are. You know, just having a fucking blast. And uh, so we're shooting the shit halfway through about the sixth hole. I hit one up there pretty good. And Mark, that I'm playing with, he's like, hey, it is your fucking birthday. And one of the other dudes is like, it's my fucking birthday. That's why. So here we are. Happy birthday to everybody, right? Come to find out later on, you know, I tell him that I'm superintendent and this and that. And uh, he says, we're about the 14th hole, I bet. And he goes, so where else have you worked? And I was like, oh, I was an assistant at Desert Highlands for a while. He goes, I thought I recognized you. He goes, I worked outside service there. I'm like what the fuck I'm like so we worked at the same place for a while <laughs> he was only there like a year he said yeah. so I didn't really know him plus he's got a big old beard now he's like looks totally different but funny kicking around those stories you know hey do you know this dude you know this dude yeah. yep. and then the funny stories or whatever that we talked about it was just wild you know That's guys, same birthday and you know and we were just chucked together there so good time there and then uh so I decided when we get back that that's when I'm going to fall off the wagon. And I said I'm not going to go just beers or whatever. I'm going to yeah. go after some good whiskey the first time. So threw down some red breast. Ugh. And about three sips into it, I was like, I think my palate has changed. This tastes like fucking gasoline. Really? Oh, it was It is rough. so good, dude. It was so rough. And I threw ice cubes in it to see if it would help it out. It was rough. Um, I don't know if I'm just being a puss or whatever it is. I'm sure I'll get right back on it at some point. But right after that, you gotta Phil, retune the. Yeah, exactly. Gotta re, yeah. You gotta loosen the lugs a little bit more before I go diving right back into that. Again. You gotta numb them with some yeah. other shit. First. So right into the white claws and some pink Whitney yes. mix, and that's what it was for the whole time. And like I never left. Oh. Uh, got hammered that night. Saturday, wake up fine. Uh, Hang around the house for a while, and we had 3.40 tea time. This time, we're bringing um, Mark's son, uh, Adam, 17 years old. He's a junior in high school. Uh, good athletic kid. Soccer's his sport. Uh, big kid. And uh, I find out, like, as we're there, we're Mark, me and Mark are talking about him whatever, and he's like, what are we going to gamble? You know, what are we going to do this? And I'm just bringing up games, and he's like, well, Adam sucks, so he's not going to want to play any of these games. And I was like, well, I don't know that we, we can gamble on because it's only us to play. What are we going to play yeah. head-to-head? He wants a bunch of strokes. and So anyways, we come up with nothing, and we're just going to go and play. Well, we wheel out there. We go down, down to the driving range. And Adam gets right up there and takes a couple cuts. Okay, slicing the ball a little bit. And uh, I grab a club and I'm hitting a few. And next thing I hear, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and I lift my head up. And Adam has proceeded to lose the club out of his hand. And it's out on the first little chipping green out in the driving range. <laughs> right. Fucking dying. And uh, I thought you were going to say, there was oh, a hand. There was a top to few, top to few. But then. Third no. swing is piping at 310 down. No. No. <laughs> no, not at all. So, a bunch of the people that were hitting balls on the range, they all laugh. Everybody stops. He goes running out there, grabs the ball, you know, and does this. So, we're going out there. We play the round. Golf course is awesome. Uh, <laughs> what's so funny? Whoa, you know, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, the fucking club sailing through the air. And You're landed. probably more embarrassed than that kid, too. You're like, uh, yeah, at this point, I probably, oh I am. God. Because I'm just, you know how it is. You know, you get hooked up on the golf course. You're kind of like, 
You know, you want everything to go right. You don't want yeah. anybody to act like yeah. an asshole. And you then don't, he does you want him to wear shoes. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you get, you're hoping that he at least had shoes on. He did have golf shoes on. Uh, unlike No Shoes Kenny, who <laughs> likes to pull the no shoes at the clubs. But So we wheel out first hole, and golf course is awesome. I love playing up there. Um, it's just fairways wrapped in ponderosa pines and you can get in there uh if your ball goes a little bit out which it's tough to get it lost in the woods because it usually hits off one of those things and comes plinking out in the middle of the fairway um shockingly did not hit many of them out there i played pretty well uh for me uh shot 79 that's phenomenal and that's completely 100 percent legit lost one golf ball uh so it's easy track it's yeah it's got to be easy i guess um i don't know what it is but it's like little baby stadiums of trees and i you i miss that from playing out here in the fucking desert then you get on them and they're bent grass greens you know they were rolling really good right at uh pine top lakes you know i got on there and you understand that those greens are going to just get peppered so they're obviously not going to be taken care of as well you know there's a million ball marks whatever you just do what you can do to survive that you know yeah with bent grass greens and they're a little bit slower but you stand on them and you're like oh these are going to be sweet and you hit them and they roll and then all of a sudden they kind of slow feels up. different with the yeah, rolling too and it's, but it's got it's such like a much feel. better true oh, roll yeah. compared to Bermuda and then get on Pine Top Country Club and those are you know much better uh, well taken care of uh, Maddie's got those things rolling good I'm sure the membership expects them to roll a lot better than a public track and they did, and they were probably rolling for sure when I played. I'd guess 10, 10 and a half, yeah. solid for membership. Sneaky fast for me after playing fucking Velcro for the past yeah. three months. Right. You know, uh, so took a few holes there to get uh, kind of dialed in there. But it, for me, again, it played well. I was putting well, so it all worked. And then kind of getting Adam playing uh, and trying to give him a couple pointers here and there just try and help him out to enjoy it you know first putt he hits across the green you know and it's like a bad date at putt putt with the first you know chick that you just met you're going to take her out for mini golf and you just first hole she's crushing and things bouncing around the fucking wood paneling she's just like oh my god this is going to be the longest you know she's got a foot to put the thing in she blows it it four feet past yeah so that's what I figured this was going to be like. Then it was just like, hey, Adam, just putt it to right here. And he makes this long-ass putt. And the, just the glow of watching a new golfer yeah. start that success part. And it's like, and we were giving him shit. We're like, oh, boy, now you're hooked. You know, you're fucked. Now, yeah. Yeah. now it's like every shot he's taking, he's taking another ball out of his pocket to try and get it. You know, yeah. and it's like, all right, come on, dude. I'm going to get going. So then... We're on, I think it was 12, it's a par 3, and he gets up there and proceeds to smash, hits the ball, a little worm burner, screams right, and bing, off the tee marker, and knocks it over. (laughs) And we are fucking dying laughing. And there's one other story that why I cannot think of it right now, actually I know why I can't think of it right now, but he did something else. That was like the trifecta of chuck the club, hit the ball <laughs> marker, and what the fuck else was it that I cannot remember what he did? He something to a cart? Nope. No, he wasn't driving. Did no, he make a it, chip? Was, it was all good. You know, it was something else that was good or just really funny. He made one from 150 out? No, definitely <laughs> didn't do that. Oh, fuck. 
What the hell was it? <laughs> Didn't do uh, that. But all in all, uh, weather, awesome. Um, no rain. Usually rains every afternoon. You know, yeah. we used to go up there at the White Mountains uh, for the Cactus and Pine uh, White Mountain Getaway. It was always a worry to play in July, go up there in July and August. We always went there in June to try and beat the rains. Yeah. Rained maybe for 20 minutes. Nice. Maybe. And then it stopped. But 70 to 60 something, low 60s at night, high of like 82, I think, when we were there. Right before we got there, it got up to 90. But I think when we were there, it was high 82. It was fucking phenomenal. It was so nice. So for anybody that's looking for a place to go play, um, definitely if you can get up there and play any of those places. White Mountain Country Club's awesome. I had just played it, you know, a handful of times, so I didn't even... And plus, I didn't know how many days I'd be able to play. Yeah, right. I had only really expected one, and I called Maddie first, and he responded to me. So, um, otherwise, next time I'll go up there and give Doug a jingle <laughs> and uh, go play White Mountain Country Club. But uh, so that was a weekend trip. It was good to get away, yeah, good to get awesome. out of here for a minute. And uh, you know, obviously, the whole reason was to beat the heat but I, at least I got to play golf it would have been sweet if you got golf because elephant I've told you a hundred times yeah. elephant rock is phenomenal but you had the whole fam up there yeah, they had the whole crew getting away yeah this segment is brought to you by divot tools divot tools they're made for a reason use them golf speaking of golf is going on right now uh pga championship we got a major uh, yeah have you watched any of it well, it make it impossible to fucking watch any of the people you want to see. So you get Tiger for like two holes. Yeah. Look at that group is Thomas, Tiger, McElroy, which I yep. really want to watch. So I watched a little of that, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. Golf course looks awesome. Uh, Harding, Harding Park, municipal awesome. golf course. Yep. yep. Uh, no idea what it costs to play on that place, but I can't believe yeah. it's your typical, you know, uh, muni rates. Yeah, I doubt but it. Those cypress like trees Tory. make that place look so cool. they're so cool. I, uh, I played Olympic Club a couple of years ago, and when we teed off, there was no fog. And I think by the time we got to like second or third hole, it started rolling in. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, and with those huge tall cypress trees and the fog rolling in, it's, it's fucking pretty cool. Yeah, I saw this morning it was like low fifty degrees. <laughs> There's a picture of Jason Day with like two blow, <laughs> like winter mints on. Yeah. <laughs> it's snowing sideways. Jesus Christ. Um, Saw so, uh, one of the things that I saw was uh, Bryson, you know, because they, oh, yeah. they can't stop the camera on him. Um, and he's getting a bad rap. You know, everybody's tired of him, but they keep showing him. Uh, well, because he drives it so long, he's talk, he, that's talk all they talk about. And then also, um, the last couple of weeks, you know, actually, this golf season, it seems every tournament, and we'll see where we go from here. There's yeah. already been a little bit of, you know, other than he hits the ball fucking three miles, he snaps his uh, his driver on his driver today. Yeah. On a swing, goes to pick up, you know, he leans on it a little bit, and that's when it broke, when he went to go pick up his tee, and he gets wheeled out a new club. He, everybody's only swinging too hard and all this shit, and then he says that as well to the camera. The camera that... Does not want, he doesn't want to talk to. Yeah. He looks right at it and he's like, oh, must be all them swings I'm taking. Okay, you're adding fuel yeah. to the fire here. Um, Kepka, I want to know the story behind him and uh, Brooks, you know, Bryson and Brooks. Oh, why, Do why they why like they? each other? No. Do they not at all? No, he's taking shot uh, after shot. There's I know no he's way. taking shot, but that's like, it also could be me yeah. breaking your balls. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah, I got you. I guess never. Really um, 
if it is real, I mean, either way, keep going at it. You know, whatever. It, it adds a little bit of light, yeah, you know, a little it makes bit of fun you, to it. An extra storyline to watch. Exactly. Because right? he's on every boring. week. His deals with the rules officials. And there was a question I asked you earlier was, because I have no idea. If you're not a big name, and if you're not the talk of the town, or you're not the leader, or in the hunt. Right. How many times do you think they have to bring in rules officials for shit? And I think more in, often do they get think. as finicky as Bryson has been recently. Last tournament, it was the fucking f- fire ants. Two ago was the fence, right? Or two yep. or three, and then three fire ago, ants, yeah. where he was like, oh, see, two over there. And then yeah, like, he's trying right. to get a better... The rules official is like, I don't know what to say here, dude. I don't see any fire ants. Yeah. Like, and he just, just went ahead and hit it after that. But they made such a big deal out of him asking... It's a simple question. Okay, yeah. you've dealt with fire ants. If they were legitimately fire ants, yeah, you no, thank definitely you. don't want to be sticking your fucking foot in there. Right? Fire ants are no No joke. joke. I mean, and I got stung by a scorpion like three weeks ago. I would rather get stung by that scorpion a hundred times before a fire ant. Where the fuck did you before, get nailed? My pool, dude. In my pool. <laughs> in your pool? Yeah. Oh, shit. Right in my back. <laughs> Nighttime or daytime? Day. I was just wow. chilling. Like, I got this little... Like a little pad yeah. you know, in the pool, like a foot and a half deep or whatever. Yeah. So I was just sitting on it laying against the wall. And all of a sudden, just like feel a sting in the back of my shoulder oh. and turn around. And there's one that's probably an inch long. Oh, fuck. It wasn't that bad, though. Yeah. But there's this like, there's a panic because everybody talks about how bad it is to get stung. Yeah. That's the second time I've been stung. And neither time I thought it was like horrific. Really? Dude, I'm Not telling you, wood. let that thing Never sting me guy. before firing. Firing, that's right. But uh, I've seen people like, you know, if someone step on one, I've seen their foot yeah. after that. I wouldn't think it was Maybe I, that I bad. Know. Yeah, it's just your reaction to it. But anyways, because fire in my brain, I'm like, oh, dude, something's going to happen. Like, am I, am I taste buds cool? Like, yeah. You know, I, did I have that twitch in my eye? <laughs> yeah. I used to be able to feel my arm. Yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My arm, it's broken. <laughs> yeah, just leave the, leave, leave, keep the fire ants away. <laughs> yeah. So he gets, you know, he's looking for the rule that, you know, probably a hole in the ground. The you know, a hole or, in the yeah. ground made by an animal. Right. You can get a free drop. Uh, whatever. Was it laying but the question is, does, does it happen more often than... We believe. Well, I just at my place we have a like a collegiate tournament every year, and it gets very nitpicky. It does. That's crazy. I would think that they. I don't know. Maybe it's just because the way we play golf. You know, it's like. Yeah, we're not playing. Yeah, I guess we're not playing for millions. I get that, but just no three putts. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. It's just every little tiny thing. I guess is a couple hundred thousand dollars. You know, if you look at it that way. Yeah, you think of like, or Patrick Reed just does it. Yeah. And then, then you hope you get a weight out of it. Then yeah. you look like a clown. So, I don't know. It just seems like he's underneath the microscope as well as because you're, on well, the TV Some of it's constantly. like, dude, it's, you might have saw one ant. They hit the ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're calling a rules official for two ants. It's not in the middle of the hill. Right. And the rules official was pretty much standing in the area he was pointing to. Or the fence ants. post. Mm-hmm. Like it was out. The first rules official says, "Did like walks up right away." Yeah, it's out. Then he makes another official come over. It's like, you know that. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, you're not buying time. You know, yeah, you're not waiting for the pitcher to throw extra pitches. So you I, you, you add that scrutiny by acting like a jackass like that. Oh, uh, but 
They're going to keep showing him, and they're going to keep fucking kissing yeah. his ass the entire it's time. As long as he's still hitting 375. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I, uh... I had to check that bat for cork. Yeah, yeah. That's what I said, you know. <laughs> so, uh, other sports, hockey. Oh man, pumped that that's on. And then when it's on, it's five fucking. Your bees games. haven't won a game. They haven't. Hey, settle down. I know it's Why for seeding. I can't get home. Yeah. It's all about home ice. When there's there is no home ice, game seven. I know. Believe Final me, change. it's Last not change. what I wanted to see. You know, it's definitely yeah, not it what I wanted to see. But. Uh, We'll see. And, and I mean, we talked about it. It's, maybe it is. It's a whole new season. You know, it's so you, weird. Those guys were hot. Um, they were the best. And then team you in shut hockey. them down. Yeah. And then a whole bunch of teams get healthy behind them. Right. You got all like it, different. The shit Blues going have Tarasenko back. They yeah. were in first place without the guy. I mean, that's a fucking game changer. The guy wasn't even going to play. I know. Done for the season now. He's back. And there's a lot of scenarios like that. Yeah. The Blackhawks got Calvin Hahn back, and he's their best defender. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I wish you could hear them a little bit more. I thought that you yeah. would kind of catch it a little bit more uh, without the fans. And you don't, I, for me, I don't even I notice the fans other than when the goal is scored and, you know, they don't pan yeah. back and show the fan and, you know, cut around the people. But as far as the camera work is the it's same. Awesome. And you pretty much just see it like normally where you'd only see the first two rows of people yeah. anyways. Um, and I just make fun of those people anyway. Even yeah. it's actually nicer on the short side of the glass because there's nobody standing up blocking yes. like on TV. You know yeah, what I mean? I know what you're saying. Or the jack wagon that's smacking the glass all the time or yeah. whatever. Like there's no distractions. I don't. Other than maybe some goal celebrations or that yeah. kind of stuff, I, I don't miss any of that. Right, and I just think it would be it would be cool if they could crank the mic up a little bit on these guys. Yeah, you know, because hockey's hockey. Hockey's different than. That's why I listen to Chicken. Any like, of the other ones, yeah. you know, it's uh, way different than basketball. The chirps are out of this world. Yeah, exactly. They're totally different. You know, yeah. it's the it's all, and it probably happens a little bit in baseball too, but it's not as diverse. But the different slangs from all the different countries yeah. saying the same yeah. thing, but boy, it comes out completely yeah. fucking different. <laughs> and then you get you know, you know, the guys over there from the Eastern European teams. That are trying to speak English and it's just coming out. It's hilarious, yeah. you know. So that would be cool to listen to. Uh, baseball, um, I don't know. I'm fucking wah on that sport. Well, it's because the Red Sox suck. Well, yeah, they do suck, and it's just I'm, it I'm is. I'm loving it. it. Comes except for today or fucking yeah, I don't buzzing. Know. Baseball seems like it needs some fans. It needs some ah, noise in the see, background. That's one of the ones that I thought. How many times have you seen a Tampa Bay Rays game where there are six people in the stands? It's you you already see it in Major League yeah. Baseball. Or the Royals are you know, not in the Cubs anymore because Wrigley's such a Yeah, it's the know, biggest bar in Chicago. Yeah. It's an amusement. Same thing park. as Fenway. Teams could suck and yeah. still but you know like the teams like the Mariners. You can go get a ticket for five bucks. Yeah. You've already you already see that kind of in baseball. Yeah. And the other sports I mean, you know, a couple of hockey towns if the teams suck, but you know what I'm saying. For the yeah. most part, you, I, for me, it was like you kind of see that already in baseball sometimes. I don't know, and then hoops. I have not watched a single thing of it. But yet. the Bulls aren't in it. Yeah, but I guess uh, they're saying, or is what I'm listening to is hoops is. Uh, I hear it's good ball. Like they're the, shooting their lights out, scoring a ton, yeah. oh. and. Um, Guys like free talking. throws, no pressure because there's no fan yeah, distraction. Um, and that's kind of the whole thing. It's their own gym. Yeah. You know, they're all playing in that same gym all the time. There is no home court yeah. advantage. Um, people were arguing that it was possibly that it was, 
you know, because the way it is set up right now, some of the teams don't even have to worry about playing defense. Yeah. You know, um, they're just scoring a ton. And others are saying that, no, they're just shooting and not missing. They're getting into rhythms and dudes are putting up points. I'm going to have to tune in, I guess, to really give my opinion of it Suns all. Suns are undefeated. Suns? Suns are always pretty good, but... Well, they started the season well, and then I think they're under 500, but now they're like 4-5-0. or five and oh. I don't know. I'll worry it's about crazy. the Celtics. That's pretty much all I can worry about. Well, the Bulls aren't in it and never will be, so... Yeah. I don't know. So... That's good to go. Um, NFL had their last day of opt-out, I believe, or maybe it is tomorrow. Uh, this yeah. is Thursday night we're recording, so tomorrow, Friday, sure. I think, is the last day that you can opt-out. Um, I'm sure you can, but yeah. it, there's some sort of, I'm sure you lose completely every inch of your pay. If you opt-out, can you opt back in? Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm a baseball player sure had one of those. Like a, maybe a Braves player or something? Yeah. I don't know, but there's, uh, you know, Cardinals got the whole quarantine, or they got the COVID running through there. Um, St. Louis or Arizona? Uh, no, St. Louis. Yep. Yep, St. Louis Cardinals, they have it. And See, the also, Cubs are supposed to play them tomorrow, and I think there's there's been clear to travel, which is, in, I don't I don't even know what's going to yeah, look like. Yeah, who knows? Um, the whole COVID thing, this is the test, and I think we're going to find out that they're just going to start bending the rules. Well, I think um, they're tightening them down in Major League Baseball saying if you get caught like messing around, you're going to get suspended for the rest of the season. Yeah, or leaving the bubble or whatever they're saying. Yeah, you're out, team out at the casino or out, you know, out without a mask. And yeah, they had, to do that. Derek Jeter was talking about what happened in the Marlins, and uh, he says, yeah, pretty much everything's been locked back. Well, of course, he's going to say it because um, he's in front of the camera and right. the microphone at this point. But he's saying, yeah, you know, some guys got a little wild. They went out. I apparently went to a house party, you know, one of the teammates' house parties. Bullshit. Yeah. Fucking young Major League Baseball players. Right. You know, we call those fucking strip clubs. Yeah. This is where we call our family, <laughs> you know, parties. Or the casino yeah. was another one that I heard that they'd all gone oh, to. Yeah. You know, whatever. Going out to places. Hey, they got to pay the price. They got to sit down. So what and... happens now they have to play double headers? To make them up? No. Seven inning double headers? Or I don't know if they've picked a number. What I was listening to, um, Tony Kornheiser and the pardon the interruption or whatever it is. They're talking, it's going to be based on winning percentage. But that's bullshit. But, right. They have to come up with a minimum game. Yeah. And, you know, so it's if it's a 60-game season, is 50 games with a good winning bullshit. percentage. Let's say the Cardinals in. miss the Royals. You know what I mean? Or the Cardinal or the the Cardinals get to play that or I hold on. I know what Andy, you're hold saying. On, hold on. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Cardinals get to Cardinals skip out on skip the Cubs. Like a hard team. But they get yeah. to go play. Yes, but, I know but the Cubs saying. miss out on playing the Royals on those three games, who are fucking three and ten. Yeah. Who did take it to the Cubs today, but Cubs won three or four. Like that's bullshit. Yes. No, I totally agree. So Yeah, because if like the the Red Sox having to play the Yankees, yeah. you know what I mean? And then they can skip out on probably the Marlins are in that or you know right who are I actually I think are undefeated too or yeah they, they or they're was, five and one they were talking about they like so the Marlins catch yeah, they're five and, and one they're, and they're done so they got enough winning percentage to get in that's that's a perfect example the, yeah. the Marlins are five and one there's no way they're going to finish the season no on that streak no so who knows what's going to happen there Andy fix some of that shit make me look smell no. smart because that was a disaster Andy leave it in there nope where. We're we're like minor league media people. Of course, it's gonna get all fucked. <laughs> Our up. listeners are gonna be bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, 
had something interesting happen um, the other day. So I'm hanging out. It was when I was up north or maybe the day I'm coming home and hop on Instagram and up pops the Instagram feed for Desert Canyon Golf Club. And I look at it and it's a picture of four guys and the caption says, course record, broken. So I look at it and it happens to be the group with Alice Cooper in it and his guys playing. Okay. Why do you laugh? Right. You know exactly where I'm going. Everyone gets a par on the first hole. Okay. So I scroll over and it's got a picture of the scorecard. Guy shot a 60 at my place. I have questions. So I know the group. Uh, You get pars on the first hole when you play with Alice and the gang. There's no breakfast balls. There's no range time. Par on the first hole. Everybody's got a par on that hole. Okay. So then it goes through. And then I asked, what tee did they play? And there's kind of a thought that they usually play the blues, which is the one up from the tips. Yeah. So right there. Course record, out no. the window. Yeah, Doesn't no. come. Right. right. And we had the Cactus Tour girls out there, and there's a few LPGA players that played in that. And I know, for instance, like Haley Moore, I believe she shot 65 or 64 there. Oh. She also shot 62 at Troon North. North. Which She's a I... legit player. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I, there were she girls shot that shot better. at True North, and I shot an 89 from the same Correct. team. Yes. And there were other girls at the Cactus Tour that played better, and uh, I think were in better position than Haley was. Haley's just one of the names I know. And they shot better scores than that. I think 63 or 64 was a low, maybe not this year, but in past years. Yeah. But they played the tips. Okay. Um, oh, from the tips too. Yeah. So we did a little searching around to find out if, you know, hey, is this guy a local legend? Is he a ex-pro? Yeah. Whatever. Can't find anything on him. Uh, then I'm also going to say, I've rolled balls on those greens. Okay. They're 328 Bermuda grass greens. First week of August. They're healthy. They're growing <laughs> like fucking crazy. <laughs> They're not rolling true. Yeah. They're rolling slow. So in order to make all those birdies, he's got to be within three feet. Or he's legit. You can certain if you're listening, come out and put on a putting clinic for me. Okay. <laughs> maybe he's I'm the just calling. Of 328 in August. Maybe we got yeah, the, maybe he's, yeah, he's, maybe he's maybe just he's deadly. He's got one in the backyard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just have questions. Uh, there's. What would Martin say? Uh, he said that, yeah, this is 63 or 60. And, um, we talked about, did he play with them? No, he didn't play with them. No, but they didn't play from the tip. So it didn't count. Right. That's kind of what I said. And, uh, they got a, there's a picture up there. He's got it signed, you know, course record, 60 desert Canyon flag, the whole deal. They rolled everything out. It's cause it's Alice, dude. Uh It's cause Martin and Alice are buddies. He couldn't not give it to him. Yeah, because Martin Al shot, seven, Al shot seventy-three. Dude, oh, he did. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, until I see legitimate understanding and it was validated. I mean, the card's validated by them. You know, they signed it that they can attest to it. Um, probably sell that to a good old 
rock and roll guru because it's Alice's signature on it. But hey, if he did it, I'll be the first to stand here and say I'm the asshole that said it's still from you the blues. Huh? Still from the blues. Still from the blues. That's where matter. I'm going right there. Done. Uh, yeah, that's kind of what I said. And it was, yeah. uh, it didn't really seem to catch when my assistant comes in actually yesterday. Was it yesterday? He's like, hey, I heard this was broken. And he just started, same thing, totally asking questions. Record was new record out here. And he's like, who is this guy? You know, he's like, I saw who he was playing with. He just had all sorts of questions. And we were yapping about it in the office today or yesterday when he asked me. It was, you know, we don't, sir, we don't believe you. Okay, that's, that's the end of it. And the fact that it's out there, that 60 is the course record at Desert Canyon. From the blues. It's out there. From the blues. But it's not really. It's not the record right. from the black. So from you, the get the, you get the best score from the blues. Okay. Yeah. Par on the first. <laughs> Par on the first. Yeah, that was that was the telltale right there. How many hole in ones? Uh, none. <laughs> Three Saddam Hussein. No, birdied nine. Birdied nine in a tough pin position. You know that fucking oh, hole is. Is it back left? Uh, it was front left. Oh, even worse. Yeah. I don't know. It's just an interesting. It's the game. The game of golf and how many people are fictitious about their scores. Um, how they play like a dude that sucks at golf be like yeah I mean I can play and you get out there and it's like oh fuck yeah you know and then a dude that's a stick is like not that good yeah it's so funny how that is you know weird and I get it because a guy that isn't very good he's like all right, I'm better than my buddies that really stink so I'm not that bad (laughs) You my know, buddies in the jorts. <laughs> and then the good guys are really competitive. Yeah. And they just they're just not quite the zero, you know, the scratch golfer they want to be. But you know, hacks like us go and play with them. It's like, fuck, dude, it's legit. Yeah. And it's like, nah, I'm not that good. But I got a buddy who's but then why, really good. Why cheat about it though? Why lie about it? And that's what I'm saying. What do you stand in the game? Yeah. I don't understand it either. Is like the whole rule of like, I get it, the breakfast ball with your buddies or whatever. You know, whatever it is. And I get right. the double bogey max, you know, moves games along. You're not shooting course records if you're but double bogey max. I've played with guys. Um, when we played at, uh, I'll never forget this. This was at, uh, what is it? Um, it used to be called Sanctuary, Mount McDowell Ranch. McDowell Ranch. It used to be called Sanctuary. I'm out there playing with my buddy Smitty one day. And uh, we get paired up with two ladies. And... This little Asian woman was the best golfer I've ever played in a group with. Really? She, from the women's tee, she, she she still shot seven under. No shit? Yeah. Yeah. She was awesome. Super cool ladies or whatever. First hole, Smitty's got this long ass putt. Hits putt, comes within like a foot from it. And the other woman whacks it back at him and is like, that's good. He fields it like a fucking shortstop, walks right up, plops it on the ground a foot and a half away, puts it in, picks his head up, looks right at her and goes, we don't play basketball to hit the backboard. (laughs) Fucking, I thought, here we go. That was on the first hole. These are the two nicest ladies I've ever played. (laughs) We had a great time. Body bagged her on the first hole? Here we fucking go. Here we go. Yeah, it was a riot. But yeah. What did the ladies say? Yeah. Uh, she kind of laughed at him. 
Yeah, she she totally got the joke. She's like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, whatever. I'll let you play out, what, you know. But it was just hilarious. Um, but that's another thing. I get it, you know. Oh, that's good. That's good. If it's a foot, even sometimes. I mean, you've played with me enough that yeah. you know I'm awful from three feet. I am in between my fucking ears. Ten feet, I, you're automatic. Ten feet, it's I'm crazy. not so bad. Like yeah. ten to twelve feet, you're it's. Crazy how it's good, pretty you good. Can, you can roll the rock. It is three feet. Oh, I'm brutal, brutal. And uh, so, gimme's aren't good for me. You know, I'll take them if you want to give me, but yeah. it does nothing for me to learn how to get a gimme, right? You know, and not learn how to make that putt. So, I, I want to know how many gimme's there were. Oh, that's a good point. A fucking ton of them. A fucking ton of them. Or you, how many are you giving yourself? Oh, I made that three footer on one, so it's good right now, guys. Right, yeah. Yeah, three from here is yeah. four, four is good from over yeah, here. Yeah, I can make 12, 12 two footers in a row and whiff the next three. For sure. Uh, yeah, so. You're kind of right. Nothing's good for me. But I kind of play in, inside the grip just to make it consistent for everyone. So it's never. Yes. Either, you know what you should do? Just fucking touch the cup. Yeah. Like, that would solve everything. But. There's never, well, you fucking gave me one on there. I gave you that thing. It's like, yeah, it's inside the grip. It's inside the grip. Done. Yeah. And those you get when you're playing match play. Yeah. You know, if it's a match play, you can give whatever you want. Right. You know, but if you're chasing down Desert Canyon's course record. Yeah. If you're going to claim it, everything's got to touch. The that point. ball has to go in the hole. Yeah. Inside the flag sticks. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and if this happened at Rio Verde, I wouldn't give a shit. But the fact it happened at the place that I'm employed at <laughs> pisses me off. Dude, we had a, I'm pretty sure, dude, I don't know if it's And I hope record. the dude comes out and says, you know what, you fucker? Get out here and you can attest to every one of these. And the guy goes yeah. and tears it up and he shoots. If he shoots 63, 65, 65 I'm going to believe you. Yeah. But the minute you chuck one on the drink on number one and now you're scrambling to save bogey, I got problems. <laughs> real quick we had some kid in some college like i don't know where he goes U- university of utah or something came out and shot a 62 never pulled driver from the wow. tips wow and he parred the easiest par five on the golf course wow and i like it was legit yeah that's i mean impressive. it's obviously not very long but he yeah. bangs a two iron or some shit like way down there huh 62 that's impressive i think it's the course record huh that's from the tips, obviously. How far yeah. is that? How, how far? Oh, it's like tips? 67 or 65, maybe, or something. Yeah. I mean, it's an older course, so it's not going to get into the Yeah. Sevens. I mean, I'm a retirement community. Nobody's barely What's playing the six, tips anyway. Six, 60 fucking two is, I don't give a No matter what. what the if, from the ladies' tees. Yeah. Sorry, forward tees. Yeah. Right. Like, that's a, an, incredible to me. Yeah. That I couldn't shoot a 62 on a par three course. Fuck no. I shot 74 on a par 62 course yeah. the other day. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, that'll tell you. That wasn't bad, yeah. I didn't think, you know? That's no. right in my wheelhouse. Fucking A. The 79 the next day was was good. I thought. Yeah. Hitting nice. the driver. Good, too. That's clutch. Yeah. I'm in a good string. Because you know what's coming up. I gotta rub it in your face a little bit. So we got the Jingweed invitation is coming up. We have locked this thing down. We are heading to Carlsbad, California. It's gonna be gorgeous. Playing some courses around San Diego. Um, 
That hasn't been quite set in stone yet, so I'm not going to give those details out, but we got eight dudes. Uh, it's me and Casey are the only originals. Um, Copenhaver is next on the list. We lost out on Otis. Andrew can't make it. He's the other original uh, due to, you know, timing and everything was getting weird. And then the whole COVID thing, we weren't sure when we were going to do it. Weren't sure how many places were going to let outside guests. Um, so we kind of drug our feet a little bit. Um, you know, and then when Casey got sick, it really was kind of like, all right, what's going to happen if any of else, any other guys get sick? Who knows who's comfortable going, whose family members comfortable going? We said, fuck it. And let's throw this thing together. Um, made a call out to Ken at Power West. And he said, you guys need to come out here. And maybe I can help hook it up. And I'll play with you guys. Yeah. So that was basically on like Tuesday. And just before we started recording here on Thursday evening, we have eight dudes. Uh, hotel rooms are booked. And now we just got to figure out the easy part. Well, this, the easiest part of the whole thing is setting up the games and finding the golf yeah. courses. Because um, we'll find three public tracks oh, that sure. we'll go play yeah. if we can't get hooked up anywhere. Yeah. But uh, there's going to be some phone calls made. We'll talk to some superintendents, see if they can help us out. Uh, hoping. Hoping. The goal is, well, pretty much, I think, no matter what, if we have to pay or whatever, we're playing Tory Pines. So That's going to be sad. That's going to be badass. Yeah. Um, so... Hopefully we can get an industry rate or something hooked up there. Um, if not, at least resident rate, because I think resident rate is $68. Yeah, and non-resident deal. rate is 200 Yeah. Uh, probably going to do it anyways, regardless. I, I don't mean, think 200 is terrible. So I don't. It's we a, got, one of those once the... It's one of those... You got you to gotta check gotta it out. You got to do it, yeah. Like yeah I said, if I had played it before, I'd probably be like, eh. Or I'd be like, no, it's worth... Dude, winter golf here at some places is hundred or two hundred dollars more than that. Yeah, and you probably you wouldn't go chuck that kind of money up here. You know what I mean? Or, no, know, like no, because I can play all of them. I've played. I know all that's them, a you know that's a beauty of it is <laughs> yeah. You know, hopefully we can. Um, if we can't, we're gonna play it. We're gonna pay it and play it. it is uh, so we got a couple of brand new members on it. So uh, thanks guys. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. It's gonna be a blast. Uh, TJ's coming back. Ken will be there. Uh, Jake Wood at Aguila, he's joining the gang. Uh, Drew Sampson, really? Drew Oil is going to come boy. out. Yep, uh, he was a called him today. Me and Casey were wondering who else can we get? Who else can we get? Because um, guys have other trips planned, or they just couldn't make it. Or they're having and, babies. Uh, I just said, how about? Or Drew? they're having kids. Yeah, or they're okay. having kids like Real you. Real nice. Yeah, you act <gasps> like it's like, oh man, it sucks. You can't go. You fucking plan that on purpose. <laughs> no, I didn't yeah, plan you it did. on purpose. Like two weeks prior to the due date. Let's chuck it here. No way I can go. No, nope. we looked at moving it to November. Uh, we looked at keeping it here in town. Uh, but it was again. When are we gonna play it here in town? We're not gonna play it right now. Oh fuck. You no. know, fuck that. And then it's going to get so close to overseed, and or it's going to be close to right after overseed, or it's going to get to the point where we can't get on anywhere because yeah. it's now busy as shit again. Yeah. Um, thought about Prescott, um, but when it came up from it Ken, is. he said, "Hey, come to San Diego." It was like, "Yep, that's where we're going." Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so we've got fairly cheap hotels, uh, right on the right on the beach. I mean, you can see the beach. Carl's so incredible. Cross the street and hang out there. So. If, you know, we figured we're going to be playing golf the whole time. We don't need to go out anywhere. Yeah. You know, and if we got the ocean right there, that's where we'll crash. 
you know, just hang out, drink beers there after every golf round. Um, and we're going to do it, I believe, correct this time. And we're going to only, we're doing three days. We're going to go over there on Saturday afternoon so we can wake up and play on Sunday, play on Monday, play on Tuesday, and drive back. Nice. Uh, so there's going to be no race to 36 holes, I don't yeah. believe. Um, I hope not. This time I hope we can survive it and it's not such a grind on the last day. The ride home will suck. Always does. Whatever it always does. And that kind of uh, kicks off. For me anyways, that's... When I get back here, it's that's when... Yeah, that's overseed time. Yep. This segment is brought to you by Golf Tees. Golf Tees. Handy at the tee. With that, uh, speaking of overseed... What do you got going on on the golf course? Let's get into what this real golf course, this whole <laughs> deal is about here, I guess. Oh, we're going to do a second round of airification last week on the greens. Got those punched again, and then we've already started fairways. Got about five holes done. So I'm doing like a 7 eight cent tying on the fairways with the 1298. 12, 12. Nice. How's so, it going in the ground compared to years before? Dude, it's so much better. So much better. Yeah, we actually got to both golf courses. Or yeah, both golf courses before replacing the tide. So yeah, um, really I'm gonna good. ask this question because uh, I want to know, and not sure if you're gonna want it on the podcast, but who cares? You you put that towards getting those tines in because I know we've talked about this uh-huh. beating the ground um, with years of the aggravator plus sand. Yeah. Do you think your soil amendments are working with helping with that issue? But can't hurt it. It's I easy guess. to answer because the each year it's got progressively better for transition, yep. and this year has been unbelievable. Like okay. for the on Quail Run, we're not even. That's the one I overseeded or everything, and not just teasing greens. Yeah, well, I don't think we're going to put down any sod in any overseeded area. No, we're not. I'm telling you right now, we got 100 yeah. percent coverage in that. For me, is unreal. Yeah, I would definitely say so. Yeah, for the so, years. But keep in mind, I didn't, I didn't oversee that that golf course the year before. The year before, and I got to think that that extra year of maturity for the Bermuda grass has yeah. to do something with it. Also, yeah. with top dressing, getting so, heights down at the right time. It was really hot in May. There's probably a, a bunch of factors that. Yeah, there is a whole bunch of factors. Yes, yeah. and it's just because I'm using the same thing that you are. It's an acid-based product, or that's the easiest way to okay. explain it. I'm not going to go chucking, you know, yeah. any of the stuff about it. Um, but I'm sticking probes in the ground way easier. Oh yeah. Um, in areas that I mean, like it's a, I have that little mm. alignment stick that yeah. I take videos for and stuff like that, and. A year ago, I'd have to stand on that thing yeah. to get it in the ground. Now, right in. Um, and it does. It's the top dressing, the aggravating. Right. Uh, next year, I'm definitely going to try and pull cores, uh, even if it is just, fuck, an inch in the ground. I don't really care. How deep you think you're going? With the, the hollow tines? Yeah. Oh, we're getting like three and a half inches, four oh, inches. Oh, nice. Under. Yeah, that's oh, a nice. big time. But four years ago when you got there, there was no way you would do it. I'll that. tell you, I had this... Uh, when I first got here, we're going to run this deep tie. It's called a Toro SR71, I think. It's got these long-ass tines yeah. on it, solid. It's kind of like the Vertidrain, right? Yeah. So I'm like, let's send this thing down the ferry. Put all brand new tines on this thing. It's, I think it holds 16. One pass down that fairway, there was four left that were straight. <laughs> and that's when I was like, well, park that. Yeah. Because I ain't going to buy a 1,000 yeah, tines right. every hole. And then uh, actually... 
that was early on before we we ended up going to lunch, and then you got you and Craig were talking about the aggravator, yeah, and how cool this machine was. Well, a couple of days later, I'm kicking down the back of my shop, and what do you know? Under a pile of wood, is an aerobator. <laughs> I'm like, well, fire get this thing, this thing yeah. on a, a tractor now, you know. Yeah. So ever since then, we did aerobating until the club bought the aggravator, and right, been, yeah, you know, that's been history. But yeah, the for the first one that. I would like I should take that machine back out the SR seventy one run the deep tines again to see if it would have the same result. But one time down, I get to the end of the pass and all but four were were bit at ninety degree angle. That's crazy. The, yeah. So, well, but now that you're getting in, uh, you I mean just your regular wear and tear on the tines right now. Yeah, yeah. it's been nice. Fine. And just vacuuming those things up, or are you just drag dragging them, breaking them down, and then vacuuming. We pull the core. We don't even vacuum. So I pull the core, I verticut the plug, and then I run the uh, rotary unit over, right over top, and then we just kind of blow. That's blow it. Or it no, in. we drag, drag the kind of, and then you you wouldn't believe it. It just looks like grass clippings after that. You yeah, believe how clean it is. Blow those and pick them up. Yeah, it's awesome. Don't even pick it up. I just blow it, oh, and then fuck. like the rough mow on the next one kind of chops it up more. Yeah. And it's closed for a couple weeks anyway, so I because I don't have anywhere to put debris. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, That's a pile of shit. You know, sometimes I always think of it as, you know, when we're going out there with Verticon or whatever yeah. it is, and you just continue. You're doing all these things to get rid of the thatch layer, and then five minutes later, you're just doing something like that where yeah. you've got no other choice but to add thatch yeah. to it. You know, yeah. it sucks, but it's kind of the nature of it all, I guess. Um, Dude, I saw, if you got a rotary, do you have like. Yep. yep. I would, like I said, do you have Verticutters on your yep. like 5610s or whatever? Yep. It works awesome. Nice. Set it down to one inch, chops it right up. Like you would go out there the next day, you could play golf on it. I mean, there might be some extra clippings. Yeah, right. If you vacked it and have a place to put those clippings, yeah. you're, you would even, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that's that's kind of the plan is for next year to start banging holes and pulling some of that yeah. thatch out of there. Uh, but I was just wondering, you know, how much easier it is to get that in. After. That's four years of kind of on this program, yeah. banging holes and chucking sand and you know, whatever the product is you're putting out there. It's yeah. just another tool in the shed. I got gypsum. I had some furic acid. You know, it's like... Yeah, it's, it's everything that you can throw right. at it. Um, wedding agents, all sorts of stuff. That it, yeah. But it's the, the sign that finally, after four years, you're getting somewhere. Right. It's I, only like when I look at right that direction. When I look at that transition, it's like, we've got... I mean, we're, we're definitely heading... we got the ship heading in the right direction. Yeah. But again, it could be next year. It could be cold May, cold June, no yeah, humidity. Your base is there. You know, your base yeah. is so much better than it was for you. So I want to see next year, if, after back-to-back overseas on that golf course, if there will be a decline in that, we'll say, well, maybe that year of not overseeing those fairways had me better off. Cause yeah. Now, um, I think we've talked about this, and just remind me. So on that golf course next year, you know, you got it overseed. Does your membership kind of dictate where you mow your heights of your fairways at? Like, so can you yeah. go and chuck those things really low? You know, like three fifty. The recommendation for me is, is five hundred. They like half inch. They my membership likes the ball sitting up and the circle, of course. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. And you've tried to tell them no. We've got to kind of I mean, get these things down at at well, least by this time. I need to really be down. Yeah, so we've talked about that, and they, they and they're they tr- they have enough trust now. This and okay. what the process is, so we you can sneak down a little it. bit earlier. Yeah, 
get them at 400 and yeah. then just put the duct tape on the front that says 500. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they don't. No, exactly. They don't That's, but I remember doing it, you know, back at the other place, yeah. you know, because the Greens Committee chairmen or whoever would want to see it. And it's just like, yeah, just chuck the piece of yeah. duct tape on there that says 0. .500. And who knows what you're really mowing at. Right. Way lower than that. But no one's, as long as it says it, okay. Trust yeah, you. 500, yeah, I like everything's it fine. And everything's okay. good. They're going to yeah. trust you. Right. Um, so. Well, um, then you, like, there's a point where it's like, you would benefit from the collars being down in. 250 or 300 because you guys like to putt from the collar yeah you know yeah, it's, it's like, just that one that's from it's almost like you got a 150 in or 100 in yeah you can kind of mow it real low yeah right but they need it they like it fucked up they i mean the hybrid you're hitting yeah, the hybrid so for 150 yeah absolutely you know, like, so do i so but it's you know you just hope that they understand the whole process that hey if keep these at 500 you know into may yeah. We could have some issues yeah, here. Absolutely. You know. Um so with that, um I pretty much am done I'm done with all my sand. Uh I'm gonna run a little bit onto the T boxes, top dress those, uh verticut the whole place one more time and aerate it one more time before we overseed. Overseed is for me September twenty first. I chuck yeah. seed. Uh have Jason Barber coming out to throw seed um in the trucks so it will be done in hopefully two days but it's crazy how here we are push 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 this bermuda we're out there yeah. and it's just like this week i ordered seed yeah me too it's like mother fucker and it'll be here it's september the week of september 1st, five weeks dude and then i got three weeks it'll be here five or six that. weeks so basically the week <laughs> i come back from the the jingweed invitational it'll be time to go seed should be there that week and spray it out i never want to play golf more than the week before overseed because the golf course starts it's to dry down awesome. it looks odd just drive around everything's mowed tight like it just yeah it's like damn yeah. the golf course looks good right yeah. now and it took all summer to get here and we're just gonna tear it up yeah, on last the year we played it i think it was me and uh, my assistant and i think two of the other crew members it was their weekend off right before we closed so we sprayed and i had sprayed out the diquat the primo everything was all done and we were playing on it it was like oh man this is awesome yeah. fast firm like i said tight just an awesome it's like a completely different golf course it is you know you can't hit driver on half of that golf on shit. Oh, yeah. you can hit it on like three holes yeah and other than, other than that it's carrying it's going into the shit so it's gonna roll to it <laughs> So it's fun playing it at that because it's, you know, used to playing it, yeah. you know, in whatever conditions. And then you go out there and it's a completely different golf course. It just looks so good. Just like, but, yeah. So. And I'm, then you know it's not going to be good again until, or, you know, like that good, that fast, and probably like December, January. Yeah. Um, speaking of seed, um, again, not sure if you'll want to answer these. I think you will. But uh, what... Uh, what are you using for seed? Do you use a, we'll just go to the basics, you know, you're using like a three-way blend that you're using, you know, and I do a obviously high, a perennial. high salinity, a high salinity blend. Okay. Just straight ryegrass. Straight ryegrass. Because I got so much salt in the water. I think we're talking about for every yeah. acre foot of water I throw, I throw 2,500 okay. pounds of salt. So for every 330,000 gallons, yeah. we're putting out over a ton of salt on the golf course. So... I do the high salinity blend. I don't have anything to compare it against. 
right. other than, I mean, stuff we've used in the past. I get all the salt water. It's a, it's a whole nother story. It's for another podcast yeah. about my salt water and dealing with oh, yeah, rapid blight sure. in, in my first overseed and, at yeah. this place like yeah and i was just fun. wondering you know if you know because this year i use a three-way perennial rye mix uh each of the three have different characteristics yeah. one's for color one's for look one's for yeah, you right. know tolerance of this and that um and working synergistically together they put out a pretty good product and i'm happy with it the one thing that i'm not very happy with and it's probably and i've said this before it's because of us as superintendents have been asking for you know whatever it was, 30, 40 years ago, that we need ryegrasses that are more tolerant to the heat. And they went out there, the researchers, the developers, they went and they did this. And I compare it to the killer bee. He wanted this worker bee that could produce more honey, was a little bit more ferocious, and then they did it, and they released it, and they've got themselves a problem. I think the ryegrass is kind of that same thing. We've created a very tolerant, heat-tolerant ryegrass. Sticks around too long. And you got to spray it out and everything else. So this year, I'm going to throw around the idea, and on two of my par threes, I'm going to seed them with an intermediate rye and see if, and I believe it's 70-30. So 30% of it's going to go out quick. Yeah. Um, and I'm just going to play around with it and see how that works. Um, just kind of, Always throwing ideas is really yeah. my point. You know, you're always going to try something new. Um, I know up at Desert Highlands, we used to use a mix um, that was a little bit different. Uh, the TPC uses a much different mix um, because of playing additions for number one, but two is the TV. Yeah. You know, it's a better look and better playing for the pros. It's more expensive, but, you know, they get that paid for. It's just, you know, all within, you know, 10, 15 miles of each other. Of course, the water sources are different. Me and you are nine miles away, and our water sources are completely different. Yeah. So we almost, we have to use different grasses, or we have the opportunity. I can use something that can tolerate the cleanest water. Yeah, right. My water is great, and yours sucks. Um, sucks. <laughs> yeah, sucks. So you're stuck using a completely different rye. But they've come pretty far anyways these days. You would, you know, the average Joe would never know. Oh, yeah. you know, shit, I barely know. Yeah. You know, playing your place and being like, oh, that's maybe a little bit different color, but it might be you didn't throw the dye in, or maybe you, right. you or know, you're I just applied iron and yeah, you're doing fertilizer yeah. Exactly. So to the average golfer, they shouldn't know. But I mean, when you play one that's got, for us anyway, you can kind of go out there and certain times of the year, you could see an annual ryegrass. You know, in the dead of winter, you're not going to tell. But come the springtime, when that shit starts getting gnarly leggy thick yeah. you know and right after you overseed it kind of is a little bit gnarlier more gnarly look it's thicker leaf blade uh but in the middle of prime season you kind of can't tell when it's all mowed tight right. anyways. but as it starts to grow out in the springtime you start seeing it you know it wants to shoot the seeds and all that oh, shit. Really? so yeah so it gets pretty gross and then they're fatter leaf blades they like to lay down rather than get cut so you can kind of see that, but the idea is that it's an annual, so it's going to die on yeah, its own, yeah. and then the heat's going to be able to take it out even faster. Um, I don't know. I've played a couple of them that in the dead of the winter, you're just like, God, this looks great. And you, they tell you, oh, that's an annual. You're like, holy shit. Go back there in May. You're like, okay, that's, that's an annual <laughs> grass, you know. But, I mean, 
don't know who I'm talking to that would know that other than us, you know, superintendents yeah. or, you know, anybody that's dealing with grass. Regular guy's not going to tell. Just wanted to ask those questions and uh, throw it out there, you know, just see the the thought process of does it change year to year or do you just kind of stick with what's good? You know, yeah. I've stuck with what's good for so long that it's kind of like, uh, let's just see what's going on here. Let's try it. And if it doesn't come out right, I got extra it's two par threes. I got extra regular rye yeah. seed that I saw on the rest of the golf course. I go throw it out there and have a million more plants to worry about. Next <laughs> year. My whole thought process on transitioning early would be chucked out the fucking window. Anyways, so that's how we go. Uh, one last thing before we get out of here. We've been here a long time. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the girls at uh, Pinnacle High School uh, National Championships. Uh, they wild. played Pinehurst the last couple days. Uh, and so they took home the state championship here and uh, took home the national championship. So yep. congratulations to those girls. Uh, that is in your school district. That's where right your boys street. will go. Yep. So it's right up the street from here. Uh, little hometown love or I guess my second hometown love. I do live here, but shout out to those girls. And uh, that's it for this week. I think I'm done. It's time to yeah. hit the bed. Yep. So with that, I will say from the Jingweed and the Jingweed Invitational is on the books the 29th of August to the 1st of September. Yeah, Carlsbad, California. Here we come. Yep. <laughs> Just wanted to shove it in there. We're going to say later. Thanks, Andy. Love you, Mom and Dad.